the Waybook is an onboarding training and reference tools to document all of their knowledge, their systems, their processes in a way that becomes high impact in training and onboarding material. We do have some really big companies that are using Waybook, but actually all of our product decisions are based on your fast scaling SMEs. Welcome to the My Future Business Show, where we get you in front of your best audience and keep you there. Not only are we interviewing the biggest names in business to help you become even more successful, we're inviting you to book your spot on the show to help you grow your business. So at the end of the call, make sure you fill in the interview application form at myfuturebusiness.com forward slash interviews. Hi, and welcome back to the My Future Business Show, where we get you in front of your best audience and keep you there. My name is Rick Nusky. I'm your host, and it's going to be a very exciting call for anybody who's listening into this. We have um, a top-tier expert in his field. I'm on the line with the uh, wonderful Mike Bandar. Welcome to the show, Mike. Hello, Rick. How are you? I'm very well. I like to say I've got two, fi- two feet in a heartbeat. I can't really complain too much. Now, uh, for everybody who's on the call with us, now, Mike is uh, heavily involved with um, Turn Partners, and we're also going to be talking about a wonderful new tool that I've come across and am absolutely loving, which is called Waybook. But, Mike, before we do any of that, always it's customary for, for us to sort of wind uh, out a little bit and look at your life personally. And we often start with things like, where are you located? So where are you uh, at the moment? Yeah, so at the moment, I'm, uh, I'm in London, uh, obviously in the UK. So just, just south of the river, for those of your <laughs> London familiar guests. Yes. Um, yeah, so, so London. Fantastic. Look, uh, it's, uh, it's um, quite a, uh, an experience living at the moment, isn't it, with, uh, with the pandemic going on? How are you and yours uh, going with all of that at the second? Yeah, so to be honest with you, from a, obviously this kind of works in it affects us in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, from a from a work perspective, it's actually been fine to be honest with you. We uh, as as term partners and all of our portfolio businesses, we've always operated semi remote. So we have an office in Birmingham, in London. We've got team in the Philippines, in Russia, in Ireland, in Wales, oh, wow. in India. <laughs> so, so that's the, our communication has to work online and it always has been that way. So actually when we went into lockdown and, and everything kind of became more remote, it didn't really change too, too much okay. on the day to day. From a business performance perspective, we have, uh, we have some businesses that actually have, have been negatively impacted by COVID, um, but then everything rebounded really quickly. So we have a dating business, for example, that in the first lockdown, Everyone was canceling their subscriptions because no one was going out. Oh, yes. But then after, everyone's like, I'm just sitting inside, not doing anything. So everyone then signed back out. So it's been a bit of a roller coaster from, from like that, that side. Um, and then from a personal side, we, my partner and I, we, we actually moved house. We went and stayed with my parents for a bit, which was a real pleasure as an adult being able to go and live yeah. with your parents for a couple of months. Wonderful. Uh, we went post for a few months and then we we bought a house that 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 we're in now that actually it's just meant i i I always laugh because there's lots of people here in the uk that are like buying these arts and crafts and hobbyist kits and you know buying like clay pots and painting we've basically had a house to do that so all all of our kind of (laughs) evenings and weekends has been stripping wallpaper and 
arts and crafts, but for a for a purpose, if you like. So, so. do you, um, yeah. you know, thank you very much for sharing a bit of your personal life. I, lo- I love these conversations because we know that business is business. There's mechanics to business. There's some pretty typical things that are constant in, in the business world, but people are unique. And that's what I really love to learn is about the people behind the business, just to give some context. Now, are you an animal lover? Um, an animal lover. I uh, no, do you know, I I do like animals, um, and I, we've always had pets when I was younger, and I've always lived in um, uh, like my parents live with more space, so we, we've had animals. And I used to work at a farm and a zoo. They were, oh. they were my two. Jobs. So I probably like animals more than than your average. But yeah, I'm not. I, I'm, I'm not. I don't have any pets at the moment. Oh, there you go. Now, if we wind back uh, time a handful of years when you were a, a lot younger, you were a, a young man growing up, what is one of the, the most fondest memories that you had growing up? Just one. Yeah, great, great question. Um, I think, actually, we, we always used to travel quite a lot as a family, and um, I, I have really vivid, fond memories of kind of, uh, entering a new place with with my kind of family, my yes. close unit, and, and do you know where you almost have that culture shock where you go somewhere really different? Mm-hmm. I think when you're younger and you're travelling, that culture shock is is almost like enhanced, but you almost have these lovely rose tinted lenses on stuff. <laughs> so I think one thing that down that that path, one thing that really springs to mind is when I. Um, landed in Kenya with my family and we were like traveling to wherever we were staying and the whole world just seemed so different Different. there and I I think that sort of I have real as a person I love kind of experiencing exploring new things across the board and I think that as a young person that sort of exposure was was greater than than anything else so yeah thank you This sort of conversation really connects the My Future Business audience with people like you because they get to know just that little bit, you know, and um, the the fact that you've travelled around and you've seen so many different things with your family. Now, uh, shifting gears a little bit, when you were growing up, um, I'm I'm always keen to know um, who inspired you. Who who can you remember in your life when you were growing through teenage years that really inspired you and gave you direction? Yeah, um, I think I, I I was always a bit rubbish at not being inspired by the like the, the kind of classics. Yeah. Um, so I think I think Richard Branson, you know, from like a business perspective, was always like, oh, that's someone that you know is is positioned really well. But I never really took great inspiration from from that. I think I growing up from like a from like a kind of life ambition perspective, my, my uncle Mick, he was always someone that I always really admired in terms of his approach to things and how he worked. And he was always involved in lots of kind of interesting projects and, and plans and developments and all sorts. And I really kind of was inspired by his sort of pace and outlook to things. Um, and then of course, like from a much younger age, your my, my, my family, my parents in particular always kind of, pushed and teased me to do different bits and I think that that really kind of formed my curiosity for, for actually understanding how things worked rather than just what, what was happening. Yeah, you, see, you seem to have an innate ability. I know that uh, you were uh, featured, you've obviously got um, some honor. you've got an honorary doctorate uh, from Aston University. Yeah. You were actually even featured on the Queen's Birthday Honours List receiving a British Empire Medal for Services to Young uh, Entrepreneurs in West Midland. What was that like? Oh, that that was that was amazing. That sounds I mean, amazing. I, it's just so great to even say it. Yeah, it's it's really cool. And and actually, it's one of those things. I'm I'm not really the sort of person that's like, um, look at me, look at me. That, look that, at me. That, 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 
presents, yeah, yeah. presents the like, awards and things like that. Yeah, yeah. But uh, and, and also, I'm not the person that doesn't talk much. But <laughs> those two things in particular, I was genuinely speechless and overwhelmed. And I think I, I kind of say, look, that, that those things aren't necessarily a motivator for me because actually what the way we run the business and how we run the business and who we run it with and all that that's sort of what gives me energy on a day-to-day basis but those sorts of things are just really nice to have and i think particularly with the empire medal well firstly on the on the doctor it's why i'm dr mike bandler yes. but it's honorary i think i only use it on my uh, Amex and on my IKEA family card. Like I don't have it. I don't use it anywhere. Else. <laughs> the two important places. Yeah, of course. And then the of having the Empire Medal was firstly I got to take my uh, my mum to to Buckingham Palace when I when I got the medal, which was amazing. Um, and the second one, which I think is the best, is me and my partner are getting married this year. It was meant to be last year. Yes. And we get to get married in St Paul's Cathedral here in London. So those of you who know the London skyline, the main cathedral mm-hmm. that Charles and Diana and everyone got married. So that's where we get. Oh. That is incredible. Well, congratulations for that. And I'm sure that's going to be very exciting time for you both. Now, um, you obviously have an entrepreneurial spirit. I don't know where it came from. I don't know where the genesis was. But what was your first entrepreneurial experience that you can recall? Yeah, so I remember I must have been about 12. And I'd always been interested in how you kind of pull things apart and put things together in, in any concept, right? So, you know, if I had a toy, I'd want to unpack it and repack it and that, that sort of like curiosity um, was, was shifted to actually business before I knew what business was. So this whole concept of like bringing things that exist together and putting them in different ways, that's essentially value creation. That's essentially entrepreneurship. And I remember uh, we were on a, on a car journey and I, I kind of was sitting in the back and I, I had a pen and paper and I made a spider diagram of everything I could do in terms of like to start a business or, you know, build value. And one of them was like buying and selling things. One of them was this, one was that. And they were really basic ideas. But one of them that I actually did was um, without any, what, what I didn't need anything for, startup capital and things like that, mm-hmm. was I basically wrote a letter to all of my favorite companies telling them that I had the best idea for their like marketing strategy and uh, the, like really great ideas <laughs> for adverts and things like that. And to their credit, a few businesses actually got back. And I ended up having a, uh, having a meeting and, and doing a presentation. I was 13 at the time to the marketing director and a few other marketing people at Silver Spoon Sugar, which is a sugar company, <laughs> and, uh, and presented like my ideas that I made up after they invited me to the interview. So I love it. Took about baptism of fire. Totally, yeah, totally. <laughs> but I think that's taught me so much. I think actually being able to hold that audience and actually show that, uh, you know, that, that people can respond and you can create something. And they didn't, they didn't buy any of my ideas, but they did give me a big bag of sugar <laughs> and, like, syrups and stuff like that. And I think that was a real catalyst to be like, cool, there, there doesn't have to be boundaries here. There doesn't have to be things that I am or aren't supposed to do or can do or want to do. And, no, that was a real good customer for me. Yeah, absolutely. And I talked about Genesis earlier uh, for things in your life. I'm, I'm wondering how was it that you came to be uh, founder um, of Turn Partners? I'm wondering if you can just elaborate on one, what Turn Partners is all about. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Turn Partners, in, in hindsight now, is my absolute dream business. And I mean dream as in I would have dream, dreamt about this business before I fully understood it. Uh, essentially, Turn Partners is a startup studio, and we, we focus on the acquisition and turnaround of digital businesses. 
So what that means is we'll either acquire a business that we think that we can do better than the founding team or do something different, and then we'll turn it around and typically hold it on our portfolio. We might, we might sell at different points, um, or uh, we actually create new businesses. And that's because we essentially have built a core team of amazing people that we can then spot new opportunities and build product services or businesses around that. Um, and, and the reason why it's my dream business is because I always had this understanding of like wanting to do multiple things, be in multiple areas. But obviously, that's really difficult to do in business because focus is absolutely key. So we've built Term Partners as a structure that enables to have really strong focus on the important things across a few different businesses. Um, yeah, so that's, so that's the kind of structure. Yep. The reality behind it is... Uh, is is like we're still figuring it out, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, welcome to life, isn't it? It's really like that, isn't yeah, exactly, it? Exactly. Yeah. And the model can change as we change what we want to do and how we work and what the businesses are and stuff like that. And I think having that flexibility is just just a lovely thing. It's a credit to you. Now I'm wondering, what's the portfolio currently under Turn Partners? I know you've got uh, what is it, um, Hopper HQ. You've got Waybook, and I'm sure you have a, a pipeline of others in the in the works. So. Yeah. Yeah, so we have um, the first business that we acquired was a, a dating business, the one I mentioned before. Mm-hmm. Um, this, this is a, a fantastic business. It's called Toy Boy Warehouse. Um, and Toy Boy Warehouse is the UK's largest dating site for older women and younger men. So it's, it's the kind of Toy Boy <laughs> inclusion. Uh, so James and I, my, my co-founder, acquired that in 2013 and did a turnaround project. We, we still own it, but, but it kind of has a separate team. It's kind of run yep. semi-separately. Um, then we have Hopper HQ, as you mentioned, which is the planning and scheduling tool for social. Um, we launched that in 2015, and now that operates in about 80-odd countries. It's, it's, it's been a real focus for us over the last five years, and now is kind of doing, doing amazing things, and there's, there's a really great team behind it. Um, more recently, we've launched Waybook, which is... It's, it's the one if I'm, I, you shouldn't have favourites, but it's definitely the one I'm most excited about. <laughs> I'm excited about it too, I have to say. Oh, well, and I'm sure we'll jump into that, oh, yeah. so I'll pause on that. But, but we, also have, um, we also have a collection of other investments that we either invest as, as kind of uh, angel or seed investors, or actually we invest as a portfolio. So... Um, that means where we acquire, we, 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 we kind of like invest into the business, but then that person or that business can use term partners' resources as part of that investment. Yes. So there's, there's a few different things within there. There's a training and development company. There's a kind of a speaker company. There's a gym brand. There's a cauliflower rice company. There, there's there's a whole collection of things that we're involved in in different degrees. But but the dating business Hopper and Waybook are, are the core businesses that we 100% own and operate. Yeah, thank you very much for sharing and um, you know highlighting uh, what's going on because um, I look at uh, investment in a slightly different way. I look at it as an investment as a end user. Um, and when I first found Waybook, um, the first thing I started to do was wonder about the credibility behind Waybook. And for everybody who's on the call today, you need not worry because um, uh, Dr. Mike Banda, let's call him, and his wonderful team are legit. They are the real deal. And I can tell by the structure of the business, the way they interact with their customers, including myself, um, might I disclose, um, that they really do care about um, their customers. Now, I want to talk about customer focus, if I may, and what sort of benefits it has brought about for your uh, business overall. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, so 
I mean, that's how we met, right? You, you started using Waybook, and, and I, I don't know if I mentioned, so, so Waybook is an onboarding training and reference yep. tool. So we essentially enable businesses to easily document all of their knowledge, their systems, their processes in a way that becomes high-impact in training and onboarding material. Um, and it's really built out of our need as a group of businesses to get slicker with processes, onboard people faster, remove the kind of like day-to-day minutiae, repeated questions, oh, things yeah. like that. Lost documents. And lost documents, yep. having a thousand different versions yeah. of the same thing, <laughs> updating stuff but no one ever seeing yes. it. All, all of that, we've, all, we've all felt the pain. And, and, and we've, we, this is why we have so much kind of passion behind this because we, we use it as a business. It's helped us massively but we see the impact it has on other businesses. And for me personally, it's just the most exciting thing. So, so yeah, anyway, that, that's what Waybook is. The reason why customers uh, are, are customer-focused, how that came about and, and what it's meant for us. Firstly, we're, we're very people-driven mm-hmm. in, in, within our business. We love people. We love real experiences, all, all sorts. So, so we've always had this very close connection with our customers and the other thing is that we're entirely bootstrapped as a group. We've never taken external funding. So when we were first launching our businesses or kind of growing the dating business and whatever else, we have had to make right decisions. So in order to make right decisions, because you know, we can't, we, we, in the early days, we couldn't spend a couple of hundred grand, and even now, right? Yeah, we, yeah. we don't want to be spending a couple hundred grand in the wrong direction. So, so we end up just super lean always getting iterative feedback and being so focused on what value is to our customers and and that is so much within our dna as a business that it means that the the way you get that knowledge is just by being as close to your customers as you possibly can so everyone across the business no matter who you are what role you have will spend time on customer service on 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 a periodic basis as well as having our customer success so that's how it came about and, and and how we do it now the values of that just means that we're never far from from creating value to our customers. Mm. We are always asking what people want. We are always testing things, asking for things. And, and actually, I mean, it, we've just been overwhelmed by the response you get from customers across the board in terms of when you ask for help or you ask for insight. No one ever says, no, no, I don't want to help you out. They're like, amazing. Let, let, let's, let me tell you what I need. Let me tell you what I want. Let yep. me tell you what's valuable. It's so good. And then obviously the art becomes making sure that you're translating that into product decisions in, a, in an interesting way, which I must admit, I'm not particularly good at. That's, <laughs> that's James. Oh, James I mean, is wonderful. Just, uh, yeah, have, have you spoken yes, to James? Yes, many times. Oh, amazing, yeah. So, so whenever someone says something to me, I'm like, let's do it, let's put it in. And James is like, oh, hang on, let's, think let's look at the strategic direction and the impact that these exactly, decisions are yeah. going to make. And, and happens to fit in. So, yeah, that's uh, that's essentially how how we do it. And and the other the other key thing I would say that that really helped us become so customer centric is someone that joined our team quite early on, um, L, who's our head of customer success across the board. Mm-hmm. Um, Elle was kind of recruited uh, relatively junior. She had had loads of experience, but she hadn't kind of worked in kind of SaaS or tech businesses. Um, And and it was when Hopper was just exploding. So we were like, Elle, can you kind of help us out? So she's responding to tickets. But her style and her way almost took the essence of that, that intense customer discovery we have in all of our conversations and applied that to the way we communicate with, with people 
always across the board and, and actually she's been one of the real strong catalysts of how we've been able to build and maintain it into our culture across the board so yeah massive credit uh, I, I, it stands out for me because one of the uh, the sub slogans if you like of the my future business experience is helpful people helping people and that's what you are all about and it stands out in spades so it's a real credit to you and your team and uh, you oh, know, keep up that wonderful work now uh, Mike as a former quality manager uh, of certified quality management systems ISO 9001 standards I was working in international businesses because uh, that's what I was doing at the time that was my career if I'd only known about Waybook way back when it would have just transformed my entire experience for the for the reason we just talked about and i'm leading to a question the question is um i know that waybook would fit nicely into larger organizations but can it be used in small to medium sizes as well absolutely i mean waybook has been specifically designed for small and medium-sized businesses so we do have some really big companies that are using waybook but actually all of our product decisions are based on your kind of fast scaling smes so so in short absolutely in medium length that's why we exist that's what we've designed for and then and then the kind of specifics behind that is really the fact that actually we are just trying to take away or support as much as we possibly can those those growing pains of being able to keep your team on the same page as it's expanding out. Yeah. Um, and, and all of the kind of feature sets, all of the, the ways of communicating, the way that actually we've made some decisions within the product which can feel a little bit constricting, um, but actually are entirely there for the focus of maintaining consistency and focus so for example um you, you you can't just add like any you can't just iframe any random piece of content within there you can embed a lot of different content or you can't create infinite structures and um kind of like folders of different yep. information you have very clear structures of your subjects your documents and steps and actually, that's because we've done a lot of time and a lot of effort really investigating the best practice for documenting and communicating knowledge systems and processes. And, and to be honest with you, if we were designing this for enterprise, mm -hmm. then, then that would probably look slightly different. You know, you might have additional layers or additional UI or things like that. But, but actually, we've, we're staying entirely focused on that keeping your business on the same page and, and, and really enabling entrepreneurs to get their business out of their brain and actually really empower their teams to do excellent work from that, that SME size of business. Yeah, that's fantastic. Thank you for sharing. Now, I, I look at this and I think to myself, every time I open my Waybooks, um, of which I have two, one for the internal team and then one for external clients, which is a unique user case for my situation, I always am struck by the seeming seemingly simplistic uh, interface that I'm, I'm seeing on the screen, but I'm comforted by that. Tell us about the interface and why it looks as, as it does. Yeah, I'm, 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 pl I'm, I'm pleased you mentioned that. So one thing, we, one thing that we have internally as, as a product principle across the board is ease of use. Yeah. And actually that ease of use is really important to us because we don't feel that people should have to do extensive training to use a tool that makes their life easier. Um, and with all of our products, what you'll find is actually you can become very quickly a master of that product. You can get you can get 80% of the value when you first land, but then actually there's lots of kind of ways that you can increase your mastery of that. So let's talk about the interface, as you mentioned. 
Um, there's uh, from, from an editor perspective, you're able to easily kind of structure your documents and your knowledge and your steps. Um, but then actually, when you go one step further, you can actually drag and drop and create and, and expand and contract knowledge between different subjects. From an editor point of view, uh, there's a simple plus button, but then behind that plus button, there's a whole ream of um, ability to kind of enhance your content beyond what is initially obvious. Yes. And I think that um, uh, James and, and, and Dan, our, our head front-end developer, are, are really to, to credit for that. Um, and quite often, there's lots of debate internally over the ve- like very small, seemingly like tiny, <laughs> insignificant things that I don't understand, but actually all contribute to this to this core to this core thing. Yeah, absolutely. I, I love it because you know you've got uh, other functionality. You can obviously uh, a lot of people like white label nowadays. They like to have uh, it be seemingly their their own. You know, through custom domains and things like that. If you have team members that you want to invite, you can do that. Um, run reports now you talked about uh, listening to your customers earlier on uh, Mike I'm I'm wondering um, what have they said recently that has been compiled and does fit with your strategic objective and are likely to be rolled out in the next six months or so just to give a bit of a feel for where you're going yeah, great question. So, so actually, um, what, what's really exciting is is in the last we've had a huge impact of users in the last kind of month, and, and we've been able to just get a lot of stuff out. So one of one of the one of the core things that people were looking at were um, being able to actually yes, we we've, we've documented this system with knowledge, and we've yeah. got people to and they're all on the same page. But actually, if they want to then go back and follow that process, what um, how can they do that? How can they refollow that? So now it's very easy for people to reset their process or progress so they can then go through that process again and kind of mark it as complete. So that's, that's been shipped out. Um, we've got a whole ream of other things coming up on the, uh, on the uh, pipeline and that inc- on the roadmap. And that actually includes better um, reporting, um, slightly more enhanced control over who can and can't see uh, different, different subjects and different documents. And we've got a lot that we have put in and are continue to put in around being able to easily get more and, and, and more varied information into your waybook. So actually converting from a collection of different docs that you have into your waybook in, in seconds, essentially, rather than minutes as it currently is. Mm-hmm. Um, being able to actually um, communicate on waybook and have this feedback loop between you as an admin or as a manager have created this document. You can... Uh, readers can track their way through the knowledge of your business and actually you can track and test and assess that but actually we're, we're, we're looking in the future to be putting a, a feedback loop in so you know readers can actually say is that all the information that they need or do they have any questions around the information that can then be responded and amending the docs uh, so that's a few of the things that are happening but we do also have a public roadmap that people are able to access at any time and see what's coming up Excellent. and of course make, make suggestions yes. that, that shuffle uh, one of the things that really stood out for me when I started uh, looking through the platform, Mike, was um, the different media formats. Tell us a little bit about mm-hmm. what type of media that you can insert and embed, etc. Yeah, exactly. So, so a lot of times when people are doing these kind of onboarding training documents, manuals or playbooks, um, they end up as really long 
kind of Word, PDF, Google Docs, or or, or kind of PowerPoint sometimes. Mm-hmm. And 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 really, what we focus on is breaking down that information into highly digestible steps. So instead of it just being text and images, you can have text. You can of all sorts. You can um, adjust your text in call out boxes, quotes. You can kind of color it, whatever you need. Um, you can then have images. You can have gifs. Uh, which amazingly, gifs and emojis are, are some of the things that are the easiest ways to bring life into your kind of internal documents. Even if that's like ISO certification yeah. or compliance doc, just brings it to life. Break it down and put a, a cat gif in. Um, next up, we've got uh, kind of tables. We've got code snippets. Um, you can embed uh, uh, kind of forms, documents. You can download files. You've got. Uh, tests and assessments and there's a huge amount of being able to actually put the knowledge in the way the knowledge is meant to be or the best way that knowledge can be shared rather than forming to a word document now i know uh, my previous experience as an auditor i would often um, either have a tablet with me where i could remotely log into a platform like waybook or i would often um, have a need to download you just mentioned download and it sort of pricked my ears a little bit uh will you be having the opportunity to download documents for for businesses who need that sort of thing yeah, so that, that was something that actually um, is uh, coming out literally in the next couple of weeks, a PDF download of documents. So say, for example, if you have an offline means, uh, we have some farms, for example, that, that are entirely based on, on, on Waybook, mm-hmm. all of their knowledge, their systems, from the HR processes to crop rotation and things like that. But they're saying, you know, we have the need to have an offline version of what feed mix to put in different crop, of crop types. Yep. Now, you can access it all on mobile as a reader and it's really nicely designed, but they don't, the, 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 they don't that's do that. not really going to So you can export that by PDF. You can have that printed out on that feed station just so people can flick through and know what mixes they're making up. And everything is all then dated. So that slightly removes the value from Waybook in terms of you don't know who has and hasn't seen that and when they last looked and whatever else. Mm-hmm. But they can still take that knowledge from Waybook, absorb that on, on the system and you can track their progress then the offline version is almost a quick reference and it's obviously all dated so you can see when it was last updated and things like that. So yeah, that, that is that is coming. Yes, fantastic. Very I'm very excited about that. Very excited. Now, what I will say to everybody who's listening is um, despite all of those things, um, what Waybook I find does the best is that it centralizes the knowledge within an organization in an easily um, traceable, findable and digestible manner. It is a real credit to you. Now, I'm wondering, uh, getting to the pointy end of the call, Mike, um, what does onboarding look like and can people get access to this to have a test run? Uh, What's the process and where can they find Waybook? Yeah, absolutely. And thanks for that. So you can can find us at waybook.com. Uh, that's W-A-Y-B-O-O-K. There's no, there's no kind of startup spellings there. <laughs> um, and yeah, of course, there's a, there's a free trial in, in every, in every account there. So um, if you kind of click on, sign up for your, for your account, and everyone gets a week free trial to kind of kick around. And, and that week free trial isn't there to, in, to, to kind of trick people into, into subscription. So we also, if, if anybody does pay and actually doesn't intend to then then we have like a 30 day money back guarantee on that so you can actually use it for for your week's trial and also for the next month and if it and if it's not for you then 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 you can just let us know and we'll, we'll sort you out um so yeah waybook.com sign up for your free trial get going uh and we also have lots of documents uh lots of support 
up and coming webinars, templates to kind of help get your knowledge and your SOPs um, out in, in the most effective way. Yeah, thank you. I, I know that uh, you guys are very active. You've just emailed out uh, the fact that there are some uh, new template options that are coming out. There's no lack of activity um, from the Waybook team. And um, with everything that we've talked about, Mike, I'm excited. I want to get back into my own Waybook and have another look. And if you're on the call today, I'll be making sure that you have links back to Waybook and this uh, particular interview, no matter where you are, you will find um, the interview link. And with all that being said, Mike, it's just been such a wonderful time spending some time with you on the My Future Business Show today. Likewise. Thank you so much, Rick. Really great to meet you. Thanks very, very cool. Thanks for joining us today. If you enjoyed the call, then make sure to subscribe, leave a comment, share us with your friends and book your spot on the show at myfuturebusiness.com forward slash interviews. And if you're looking for solutions that will help grow your business, then visit myfuturebusiness.com forward slash shop.